0: Greetings from the center of Canada, and welcome to the Fringe Faithful Collective. My name is Mike Powell, and this is Article Episode Number 8, entitled, Silently Acknowledging God's Reticence with a Corresponding Uncommunicative Response of My Own, or My Continual Struggle with Prayer. Along with being my birthday, December 20th also happens to be the same day that one of my favorite authors died. And though I'm not an avid reader by nature and much less a lover of fiction, as I much prefer the challenge of tackling works of existential philosophy, the novel Contact by Carl Sagan will for all time top my list of most loved books. The story itself explores the intersection of science and faith, as exemplified by two main characters, an agnostic researcher named Eleanor Arroway and a Christian minister named Palmer Joss. On one hand, the scientific perspective is presented when Arroway states, no extraterrestrial civilizations anywhere, all those billions of worlds going to waste, lifeless, barren, intelligent beings growing up only in this obscure corner of an incomprehensibly vast universe. However, even though I know this to be a reflection of Sagan's own convictions, who himself was a well-known advocate for the search for extraterrestrial intelligence, he simultaneously balanced his view in the book with a notion of faith. Namely, if God did exist, and had created human civilization on Earth to be the only life in the universe, then our existence would be incredibly valuable, special, and precious. What I find to be particularly interesting, though, whether someone finds themselves relating most with Arroway or with Joss, is the common ground that we're all standing on. Be it an alien race living light years away, or an unseen benevolent creator god, each believer is looking beyond themselves, desperately hoping to hear a sign that they're not alone. But it seems to me that what everyone is universally experiencing is a resounding radio silence. While the organization SETI has been operational for nearly 60 years, the closest thing to contact they've received is the fleeting or trivial cosmic noise of what was called the WOW signal in 1977. You'd think if there were intelligent life somewhere outside of this globe that we'd have some evidence from all the data collected by radio telescopes over the years. Granted, in order to prevent being discredited, The search for extraterrestrial intelligence would be conceivably hesitant to publicly disclose that an alien signal has been heard unless it could be adequately substantiated. Yet in religious circles, we frequently find people are quick to say they've heard some very specific things from God. But if you ask me, interstellar messages from little green creatures seem decidedly more plausible than some of the assertions made by certain Christians. What I'm referring to, of course, is the idea that God's voice is hard, if not impossible, to hear with any sort of normal precision or verifiability. It's just not the case that we're able to interact with God in the same way that you, as a reader or hearer of these words, have the option to engage in a conversation with me, the writer or speaker. Accordingly, you might have a question about something I've written or said. You can send me a message, and if alive, I have the ability to respond in a way that is unquestioningly personal, direct, and timely. That's simply the nature of human interaction and dialogue. But how often do our conversations with God seem like monologues, like a shouting into space that receives no confirmable answer? This is especially hard for me, as my minister from growing up often said that the primary characteristic of God is that God speaks, and I desperately want this to be true, but most consistently feel God is inclined to be silent. It's important for me to point out that I recognize my perspective is highly subjective, It would be easy for me to make my own enduring familiarity with the reticence of God as the measure of everyone else's experience. In other words, I could conclude that because I don't hear God, therefore God doesn't speak, and anyone else claiming to hear is either lying or making stuff up, or delusional or seriously troubled. Alternatively, perhaps there are those who do legitimately hear from God, but the problem is with me. Like maybe I've somehow become spiritually deaf, or I'm not paying attention in the right way, or deep down, I don't really want God to speak because it would have serious implications for how I ought to live. And I get the line of reasoning that people advance to argue that God speaks to us when we read scripture, or that God communicates through the words of others, or that God's voice is operative through our conscience, or that we can hear God best when we're in nature. But God isn't a book, and isn't you or me, and isn't equivalent to our moral compasses, and isn't a tree? If God is at all personal, is it too much to ask for such a relationship to actually be conversational? Or could it be that God might relate to us through our emotions, like Michael Gunger mentioned in episode 31 of the Liturgist podcast? There he shared that if we could let another person feel what we feel, instead of merely describing one's sentiments with words, That wouldn't actually be a lesser form of communication. It would actually be, in some ways, a far clearer and more direct form of communication. This is a potentially helpful thought, unless you have a flat affect, like myself, and not only encounter life with relatively little emotion, but also have limited patience for and confidence in overly emotional people. What's more, emotions are hardly objective and don't dependably or accurately reflect reality. Which leads me to another option. What if God is, in fact, silent? In more progressive circles, there has been much talk lately about contemplative practices, mindfulness, and meditation, which all seem to have silence as a focus. As a parent, I'm all for silence, and for better or worse, I regularly follow this principle. If I ignore my kids... Maybe they'll just go away. And not to be facetious, but I wonder sometimes whether God might be somewhat like that, wishing we would just shut up and enjoy the quiet. Surely this doesn't satisfactorily address the dilemma we face as humans when there are real issues in the world and our lives. And we merely wish for God to connect with us audibly or perceptibly in the same manner that we are accustomed to speaking with fellow human beings. So, from time to time, I do still talk to God, hoping for some kind of response, but only half-heartedly. More often than not, though, I have resolved myself to accept that there's no radio signal coming back from the void. After all, maybe we already have what we need, and perhaps God isn't out there somewhere. It could be that God is mysteriously with us, and maybe the more we wait around for some kind of message from the heavens, the more we're wasting the life we've been given to live here and now. I'd still like to believe that God is profoundly personal, and I do long for God to break the silence once in a while with a word or a phrase, perchance even some banter or discussion. Still, I've disappointingly learned over the past number of years that it's little use expecting God to pick up the phone or to drop by for a conversation. Now maybe it's me, but I tend not to think so. That being said, if the primary way that God relates to us people is not through speech but through silence, perhaps there is something to be said about responding in kind. I'd like to be mistaken here, and I am completely open to being proved wrong. Until then, though I'm tiring of one-way conversations, and don't really know what to do with prayer. In other words, what it is if there's no back and forth what its purpose is if it's not merely about asking for things etc and though i understand what my minister once said when i asked him about not hearing from god that we probably wouldn't want god to be speaking constantly to us from time to time when it really matters it would be welcome because as much as i like the quiet there's a very thin line between giving someone space and expressing one's indifference. Unsurprisingly, the same could probably be said of some of our human relationships as well. Peace and love, sisters and brothers.